Hey, beautiful people. It's your girl, C, Sienna Mamacita. You know who it is. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the Insights Podcast. I think I finally decided that that's the name change that I want. And this is my birthday episode. So this is my Jordan year gems, 23 lessons by 23, my, you know, most recent rotation around the sun, whatever you want to call it. Um, Hi, welcome. Thank you so much for joining. And if you're tuning in actually today on Tuesday, March 16th, then I'm sending you the biggest virtual hug ever. Um, I really appreciate you. This is going to be kind of raw, unedited, unscripted. I feel like I've been saying that a lot recently, but it's because I do not love editing and I just want to be able to kind of sit here, chat with you all, express what's going on, what's on my mind and see what resonates with you. And I think there's a lot of power in vulnerability and an unfiltered kind of thought and there's a bravery in that. And it feels weird to say that because I don't mean it in a like toot my own horn sense, but I mean it in a way that we so often are holding ourselves back because we're waiting for something to be the most polished, most refined version that it can be. And it will always have room for improvement. And so I really wanted to write this episode out. And then I was like, you know what? No. It's 23. My guiding word for 2021 uh, was decisive, right? I'm going to be decisive. And so the Insights podcast is the new name uh, spelled with an X instead of an S so that it has XI as in like C, Sienna, your host. Uh, Shout out to my Titi Millie, actually. She was the one who threw that name out and when I sat on it I was kind of like oh I (laughs) I love this uh so yeah welcome to the insights podcast we are already two and a half minutes in I want this episode to be 23 minutes long um you know just for a minute per year and I am going to get into some of these lessons. Like I said, I started this when I was 21. I just did a list of 21 lessons I learned by age 21. And it really resonated with people. And it was a great conversation starter uh, for people hopping in my DMs or texting me and just really talking about those things. Right. And that was truly the beginning of when I thought about a podcast or creating this kind of space and people naturally started to suggest it to me, right? Without me even saying it, people would be like, oh, I think you should start a podcast. That would be great. And now it's kind of become a tradition. I say, even though it's only my third year doing it, but I really enjoy it. It's a time for me to sit down and reflect, see what are the lessons that I'm learning about myself? What are the lessons that I'm learning about life? And ultimately just a keepsake for myself sincerely, because As much as this podcast is about creating a community rooted in authenticity, it is also my scrapbook, right? It is a part of the scrapbook of my life. My Instagram is very visual. Uh, My podcast is obviously the audio component, right? Very auditory. And 
I just think about those things as I overlay them to understand what was going on in my life when I turned 23. What were the things that I believed to be true at 21, 22, 23? So I am excited to be able to look back on these. Um, I find myself frequently looking back at them and it's a reminder for all of us. So I am going to dive into these 23 lessons. Let me know which of these you find impactful, if you agree or disagree with, if you want a podcast elaborating on one or a few of them, just engage, interact in whatever way feels authentic for you. This is truly a community space. And so I am so grateful and I am rambling. And so I have the list in front of me. Uh, the T is that I had like 27 lessons and I had to condense or reword or take it down to 23. Uh, and so here are, I guess, the Jordan year gems. Y'all know that I'm a hoe for alliteration, so it's fine. Um, all right. Number one, there is always more than meets the eye. But taking things at face value will save you a lot of heartache. This is my take on like when someone tells you who they are, believe them, right? Because things are always more nuanced. I think actions are the thing you have to go off of, which is why I say take things at face value. But that doesn't mean that it's as simple as what you see. You don't see the thought process. You don't see the emotions. You don't see the interactions that led to or that come from you know that experience but ultimately you have to believe actions because even if you believe someone's words and someone's intentions their intentions are not the reality that you're engaging with their actions are and so there is always more than meets the eye there's always more nuance people are not simple creatures we are nuanced we are complicated in a beautiful way um but taking things at face value will save you a lot of heartache a lot of time a lot of tears uh two on that note of heartache there is nothing pathetic about loving others i have very much felt pathetic for like loving someone or not being able to get over it quick enough right on my timeline or feeling pathetic for giving people multiple chances and I said it to a friend and I think as I was saying it I realized in that moment I was also talking to myself there's nothing pathetic about caring there's nothing pathetic about loving and when it comes from a sincere place of love not insecurity not lack which I will actually get into later um but if you sincerely just have love or care for someone there is nothing pathetic about that fact regardless of how they treated you how you treated them how things ended how things are right now the act of caring for someone is never pathetic number three trust is simultaneously the strongest and the most fragile component of any relationship I also want to know when I say relationships here, I literally just mean like human relationships. I don't mean, you know, specifically monogamous romantic relationships. Um, and trust is a really complicated thing, in my opinion, because it looks different for everyone. 
The criteria to be trustworthy is different. The criteria to lose trust is different uh, per person, per relationship, per situation. And so I think that trust is simultaneously the strongest, right? If you trust someone, you can sincerely trust them with your life and people do. But it's also the most fragile because there are people who one lie, one betrayal, one misstep, and now you've completely altered their trust forever. And I don't think that's right or wrong. That's not what I'm arguing. This is just my observation of life up until this point is that trust has this really intense duality of being both the strongest and the most fragile component of any relationship. Number four, you, you listener, you friend who are listening to this are divinely created. We all know that I am a woman of faith and I believe in God and I believe that everything happens for a reason. Everything can serve a purpose. Everything is intentional. And that means that you were intentionally created. You were missing from the earth, right? When God created the earth, he said, the world needs one of Sienna. The world needs one of Jose. The world needs one of Alexis, of Derek, of Sam. Shout out to my friends who I just named. The world needs you. And so really take that into yourself. You are divinely created. And with that, number five is actually a, a nice segue that I sincerely didn't set up this way, but now I'm loving it for me, is that self-acceptance precedes self-love. I spoke about this a little bit before in a previous episode, but accepting yourself just as you are can be as liberating as loving yourself because there are people who actively dislike themselves. There are people who actively hate parts of themselves. And I know because I was one of those people who actively hated certain parts about myself and accepting that this is a part of me can be just as liberating if you're not at a point to say, not only is this a part of me, but I love this part of me. And I think that self-acceptance precedes self-love and that in of itself is a liberating feeling. I am now realizing that I have like 12 minutes and so we are going to keep it pushing. Um, all right, number seven, be present. Live your life for yourself. I definitely skipped a number. So circling back, number six, relationships naturally change and that is okay. Growing apart does not make that relationship a failure. I would also add just like an ended relationship doesn't mean a failed relationship. I think there are a variety of reasons why dynamics can change and relationships can kind of see their course and a relationship that exists in a season doesn't mean it's a failed relationship, doesn't mean it's a less significant relationship. It is literally just a relationship that saw its time. Every relationship in your life has a timestamp, whether you know it or not, and Maybe it is shorter than you thought, or maybe it's longer than you thought. But either way, whenever that timestamp comes to fruition, it doesn't make that relationship a failure. Now, number seven, be present. 
live your life for yourself. I've said this before and I'll say it again. You are the only person that you live with for the entirety of your life. So answer to yourself, do things that make you happy and live your life for you. Number eight, document the belly ache laughs with your friends, the random car ride concerts, the one time in Target when you get it. Um, you'll look back one day and they will bring you so much joy. I was looking back at Snapchat memories because it's like unimportant. I don't put much thought into it. But looking back, those are some of my favorite memories. Those are like the throwaway videos that aren't Insta worthy, but they're the sincere like belly laugh mess up moments that are just why I love myself and my friends and my experience um, on this earth so far. Number nine, cleanse your life regularly, physically, emotionally, mentally, remove things that no longer serve you. Clean out your closet, clean out your contacts, clean out your photos, clean out your messages, clean out your fridge, <laughs> like clean these things out. Number 10, and we have 10 minutes left, so we're going to do a minute per, is set boundaries and stick to them with family, friends, co-workers, anyone in your life, set your boundaries and stick to them. This is huge for me because I try to lead with a life of grace, right? I try to give grace to others and give grace to myself. And so often I thought giving grace meant allowing boundaries to be broken or crossed or disregarded because I understood why it was happening. And what I'm learning now is that by allowing others to, be, to break my boundaries, I'm communicating to myself subconsciously that my boundaries are less important than their comfort or their presence in my life. I'm respecting their presence or I'm placing more value on that relationship than I am on my relationship with myself and my trust within myself. And that's not a life that I want to live. That's not the mindset that I am going into 23 with. And so I am sharing that with you all. Um, honor your boundaries because it helps you trust yourself and it exudes a confidence that truly only you can tap into within yourself. No one else can make you feel that level of confidence. 11. If you don't slow down, you'll miss the moments you were praying about for so long. Make sure to notice. We always live in the future. When I get a car, when I move out, when I'm in the relationship, when we're married, when we're this, when we're that. And you'll realize that when you move out, you missed experiencing the joy of having a car. And when you're in the relationship, you'll miss the freedom of living on your own after you moved out. When you're married, you'll miss the you know, the difference of just being in a relationship versus being like legally bound to this person. And so just enjoy the moment and take notice, slow down. Number 12, gratitude is the highest frequency that you can exist in. When you operate from a place of gratitude, you are grounded in reality because the reality is that there is always an infinite number of things for you to be grateful for. That doesn't mean that you don't want. That doesn't mean that you don't desire. It means that you're aware. 
right? When I say slow down, take notice. If you are taking notice of where you are in life and all of the things you have, there is no way that you are not grateful. There is no way that you are not operating in a place of gratitude. 13. Your emotions lie to you. They are valid and they are real, but they are not always truth. I am going to let y'all sit with that and chew on that because that one, honestly, like I know I wrote it, but it shook me and it's still something that I am grappling with. And so I'm just going to let y'all chew on that. I'll say it again. Your emotions lie to you. They are valid and they are real, but they are not always truth. Number 14, don't try to control your emotions. Just don't let your emotions control you. I feel like we see this a lot on Instagram, this idea of learn how to control your emotions before others use them against you. And I think that's the issue. Don't control your emotions. Don't control how you feel, but control how you react, right? Don't let the feelings that you're experiencing dictate your actions. Number 15, your body will tell you things your mind has yet to process. Listen to it. Check in with your body. Take notice. Slow down. Your body holds all of your emotions, your joy and your laughter and your trauma and your pain and your anxiety and your excitement. Your body holds it all. And so it will tell you things that your mind has not processed yet, that it has not communicated to you. So listen to your body. On that note, number 16, health is not one size fits all. Find what works for you mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. It doesn't have to have a name. It doesn't have to have a label. It doesn't have to be the most popular thing. It doesn't have to work for your brother or your mother or your cousin. It has to work for you. And that's all that matters. Number 17, your no is powerful. When you say no to something, when you are operating from a place of gratitude and love and you say no, it is powerful. Number 18, take calculated risk. Life is too short to look back and say, I played it safe. It's... Risks are complicated, right? And I don't want to say like risk at all, um, but take calculated risk. There are risks that even worst case scenario you can live with. It's not an issue. So take those calculated risk. All right. We are four and a half minutes out and we are doing great on time. Number 19, you're not behind. The timeline you always had for yourself does not matter. This is a hard one to hold on to, especially when your life up until like 22, 23 is laid out for you because of college, right? Or because of schooling and the American education system, right? Primary, middle, high, college. Now you get spit out and then workforce or gap year, grad school, workforce. Like that's that's the timeline. That's what we're given. But if you deviate from that, even if you didn't expect to, that's okay. You're not behind. You're exactly where you need to be. Number 20, it's not that deep. Whatever it is, nothing is worth continuously robbing your joy. Just release it. Let it go. 
And that doesn't mean that it doesn't matter. It just means choose joy over suffering sincerely. Um, I want to stay in this 23 so bad. So I could say more about that. Let me know if you want me to. Maybe I'll do like an IG live or something. Uh, Number 21. There is nothing that laughter, love, and focus cannot change. Number 22. The second you operate from a place of abundance instead of lack, your entire life changes. Your relationships, your finances, your interactions. Everything changes when you view this world as abundant as opposed to lacking. Right? When you are missing someone and you reach out to that ex, let's let's call a thing a thing, right? You're operating from a place of lack. You're saying, ah, I'm lacking this relationship in my like life. I'm lacking this dynamic. And you, I would encourage you to shift your mindset to say, I have an abundant life ahead of me, full of relationships that I've yet to imagine, full of experiences that I've yet to foresee. And so it's okay to miss someone. I'm not saying that missing is a bad thing, but what I'm saying is when you make decisions from a place of abundance and aware of the abundance of life and energy and healing and joy and money and resources and opportunity that surrounds you, you move different, you glow different, your life is different. And 23, there is nothing more magnetic than a person who is authentically themselves. I always say that the insights, formerly known as Love and Light Podcast, is building a community rooted in authenticity. And I mean that and I say that with my whole entire chest because I don't want you to show up as perfect. We are not created to fake perfection. We are created to make mistakes. And there is a beauty in the authenticity of owning those lessons, owning those experiences and using that as a catalyst to bond and create and connect. Like I said, this world is full of everything you desire. All you have to do is untap it within yourself and you will naturally attract people who are untapping those same things within themselves. Community is so important. And when you think about the people that you naturally gravitate to, it's not the people that are putting on the facade. It's the people that are authentically themselves. And sometimes that looks like mystery. Sometimes that looks bubbly. Sometimes that looks sarcastic. Authenticity doesn't look one way because we're all authentically unique. And I have 25 seconds left. So I will say celebrate yourself today as weird as that may be because it is my birthday and if you want to celebrate me i'm not gonna fight you on it um thank you so much for listening i really really appreciate you i am so grateful to be in community with you all and know that you matter you are seen you are loved and i hope you have an amazing rest of your week